Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 99. Y'all, we are very close to 100. We're going to do something special for the 100th episode. Excellent. We'll have we'll have some plotting in there. If we had uh, done it better, we would have ended season five and then gone right into a hundred because we just had a bonus episode a little while ago. But we got some good. What episode is this? With tricks of our sleep. This is ninety nine. Oh, okay. I was Heads just up. Yeah, still swallowing my tequila, and so I couldn't hear anything <laughs> while I was doing that. <laughs> Whoo! Were you drinking through your ears? I might as well. Straight to the brain. <laughs> Well, that's Sean's drink of the episode. <laughs> that is Sean's drink of the episode, uh, which is season six, episode three, Doppelgangers, written by Donna Carey, oh, directed right. by Jay Harris, and aired October 10th, 2013, a 10-10. Had this aired three years earlier, it would have been 10-10-10. Uh, uh-huh. 10-10. Oh. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. Wait, did he say I'm Joey? This tequila is really... What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm and Sean. I'm Sean. I'm distracted. I'm sorry. Well, you've got tequila on the brain. <laughs> and we've got wine in the, uh, the hand, I guess. Yeah. So last week was my best friend's wedding. So we went to Colorado. I was a bit nervous because we got on a plane. And as you know, it is pandemic times. And that is scary. Uh, but we just, you know, we were really safe. We had a really good time. It was a beautiful wedding. She got married at, uh, Gardens of the Gods in Colorado. Friggin' beautiful. But there was this wine place that we stopped at, um, that was called Wines of Colorado. And we were like, all right, let's check that out. Actually, um, there was only three of us that went to that. Everyone else went to like check out the venue and we were supposed to order pizza. And then we had some wine and ordered the pizza late. And then the place was closed and it was the whole thing. We really put them out, but we got pizza in the end. So anyway, this wine that I got, because I did get two, but we'll probably use the other one in a different episode, is Avanti, and it says Pinot Pomegranate. Very delightful. Uh, It has a fun little message on the back. Smooth, fruity start with pomegranate notes, slightly tart at mid-palate and finish. Consuming this wine is healthy. Trust me, I'm a dog tour. And has a picture of a dog dressed <laughs> up like a doctor. <laughs> ah, boo! <laughs> it's pretty great. We're gonna have to tweet this out. It's, it's comically. It's, it's... <laughs> oh my so God. it's pretty good. And we had a fun place. It was like right on the creek. Um, so we kind of like sat on this porch outside, and it was overlooking the creek. It was really cool. A dog it was a chill place. And the guy that like <laughs> did our wine tasting was really fun and engaging. And then we went back to buy the wine the next morning before we left. And that guy sucked. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But you know. He wasn't a dog tour. He was not a dog tour. <laughs> uh, but the other guy was great and it was a chill vibe. We liked it a lot. But this is it's it's tasty. How do you feel about it, Joey? I like it. It's a little sweeter. I mean, it is like pomegranate. Yeah. Uh, flavored, which I don't know if I've had in a wine, so it's kind of uh it almost tastes like a, a little bit like a less intense Moscato, despite being a red wine. Yeah. Why did I think you were going to Vegas? I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think Sean just hears trip and, and he thinks <laughs> Vegas in his brain. Yeah, because he texted the other day and he's like, is Haley in Vegas? Did she go? And I was like, no, but I'm on my way back from Colorado. Oh. 
I classic can. cesspool. I need to move to Colorado. Sense. No, Colorado is very spacious. We didn't really interact with a lot of people. It was very open. That's good. Yeah, we were mostly just like in the house that we Airbnb'd. And then in the mountains, so. Sean, did you say you're going to move to Colorado? Yeah, it's it's hot. It's so hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it really, I was, so on my Instagram, I was posting a picture of the Apple weather app and the forecast for the next seven days. And it just had hundreds on there. And I just asked a question. Why do I live here? I do not know. But. It's cool. Oh, off I thought your phone had an answer for you. No, <laughs> I didn't ask Siri. Uh, but the phone, nobody had an answer. I didn't have an answer. I was like, it would be nice not to live in this. But let me ask you a question, Sean. Would it be nice to dig your car out of snow? See, and I don't know if Colorado's like, I'm guessing Chicago, you had to do that all the time. It um, depends on what yes. part of Colorado you're in. Having uh, an office in Denver, I hear every year and see every year from my coworkers just massive amounts of snow. Right. Yeah, there's every snow. winter. Again, yeah, being in the mountains, especially but, like if you were up more, you'd get avalanche levels. Yeah, being it would be more <laughs> Denver. You'd get uh, a Death. pretty solid sleet. But even when it's snowing in Denver, the temperature is pretty temperate. Like it doesn't get as cold or windy as it does in other places as consistently. So it is kind of a milder place to live if you wanted to kind of like check out what a colder environment would look like. It's not yeah. you're not going quite from one extreme to the other. The only time the only time I go to cold is when I ski and I've skied in Denver and I've loved it. But yes, driving, having roads closed because they're icy um, and driving through a blizzard. It's not great. Um, but, you know, maybe I can become a baller. Just have two houses, one for the summer, one for the winter. <laughs> there you go. Um, we'll see, though. We'll I was laughing more at you just saying I'll become a baller as opposed <laughs> to the, the thought of it. That sounds great having two houses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will say the one of the most annoying parts of snow is just the excessive amount of extra time it adds to everything. So again, this is Chicago based. I don't know if Denver would be as crazy, but in Chicago, many times there were situations where your exposed skin could get frostbite. Including one time they said if you were outside for even up to 10 minutes. You'd Just get 10 minutes? Flight. And I said, that's absurd. I'm not ever leaving. But <laughs> if you did have to leave, if you were going to school, going to work, it's like at least 15 minutes just to put on all the extra layers you have and then to warm up the car <laughs> oh, beforehand. Because yeah. you just can't turn on a car. You can just hop in. and Unless you got a garage. Jet set off. Even in a garage. I don't know, man. <laughs> you, you still might have to do some... Might have to do something to you. Yeah, yeah, defrost your car because it's really cold, or maybe you know your sidewalk has snow, or so, not your sidewalk, but your driveway. Yeah, you might have at least a little bit of snow to brush off. You might not be still. able to get from your door to your. Well, it depends on if you have an internal or or like an attached or external garage. At his parents' house, they have an external one, so they have to walk outside just to get to the garage. So yeah, All right. a lot of different things. Staying here then. <laughs> but yeah that would be a good uh, summer versus i always say that too like if i could i would live in chicago from what are the dates i pick april to september maybe even october would be nice but i don't know october chicago can be real iffy it can be real nice fall fall chicago is like the best but alas mm-hmm. huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so Sean, before we dive into trivia, we've already gotten uh, a little off tangent, I guess, talking about doctors and all that. But oh my goodness! You've recently made a, a purchase that I think is going to be quite fruitful for you, and perhaps has already uh, paid off in spades. Oh! And you built it this afternoon, right before we started. Uh, right before we watched this episode and started recording. Um, you know, we're going through the pandemic times. I don't know uh, what time you are listening to this podcast. It could be, you know, 2022 when everything's back to normal. But we're recording this in 2020. And what if 2022 is like, <laughs> like we've all lost our hands and it's just. But that would be normal then. I guess so. Yeah. You're right. Robot hands. Right. It would be back to a normal. I don't, nothing will ever be like it was. This is a, an event that will change things for a lot of reasons, not just because of pandemic things, mm. but because of a lot of other things, but there will be a time post pandemic. Hopefully. I just realized not to already ruin your momentum, Sean. No, no, no. Often Please do. go. <laughs> Did you ever play the super Nintendo game, super baseball 2020? Was that the robots? Yes. Yes. This game came out about 30 <laughs> years ago and it's, a mix of humans and robots playing baseball, and there are things like mega jump zones where your character can jump into outer space to catch a ball. Yeah. There's stop <laughs> zones where the ball is rolling aggressively and then it hits this zone and just stops immediately. I was terrible. Robot at it. rolls over and picks it up and throws it. There were arenas or stadiums where you could hit the ball very foul, but it would bounce off the crowd who was made of glass and bounce back into the field. And this is what they thought the future was like. And that's this year. I don't see any of that. No. But Opening I think... day today, I don't see... Well, although maybe. Maybe they'll unveil it. Who knows? Oh, yeah. That could be. But I was going to say, I think the 80s and 90s had really uh, high hopes and unrealistic expectations for what would be accomplished by 2020. Because you see movies... A lot of movies from the 80s are like, the future. And it's like, 2020. That's not that far away. How many leaps and bounds did they think we were making? I don't know. I guess if you go to space... And you achieve that in just a few years, anything is, you know, like, momentum is rolling. I don't know. I always thought that was funny, too. I was like, mm, that's 10 years from now. I don't think it's going <laughs> to happen. But maybe. And everyone's wearing matching outfits. Always. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Sean, what did you get in a symbol? I um, am a, uh, a single man, but obvious, made <laughs> obvious by this purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I bought on the website called Arcade One Up a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade to go in my kitchen. Oh boy! Oh boy! It is so great, and I built it. It's not hard to build. Um, it um, it's basically assembling IKEA furniture. Um, yeah, I'm ready to order a pizza. Uh, <laughs> put on Teenage go Mutant Ninja in the spirit the of it. Yeah, the game. Yeah, um, and yeah. yeah, just go out. There's so I don't own a kitchen table, and there's no way it's gonna fit anymore if I did buy one. So, <laughs> so the arcade is now your new kitchen table. Well, no, nobody's eating on this. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, if you're ordering a pizza, how long until it's maybe greasy he'll, beyond belief? He'll put a little TV system. tray next to it for a, a beverage, and that's it. Right. That's yeah, true. That's yeah. It. Is there a spot to install like a drink holder? Because that would be. Maybe, yeah, I, chef's I can attach that. one on the side. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the kitchen table is now the coffee table permanently. Um, <laughs> the, uh, it's great. I'm so happy with myself. This is the best thing I've done in 2020. <laughs> Easily. 
Uh, Joey's very excited to order one as well. It's, Different game, but that's true. NBA Jam, inspired by a podcast, Ray and Ali. I uh, came on the No Dunks podcast, which is one of my go-to's about basketball, and he had written a book about the history of NBA Jam, uh, and kind of how Midway, who was in Chicago, this company that made games, uh, they made Mortal Kombat, they made the Rampage series Great of games, games. Uh, they made NFL Blitz as well. As uh, Midway, yeah, just lots of lots of good arcade games, and it was kind of they were talking about how like just the the history of this game and how a lot of the developers didn't really follow basketball that much. Like there a few of them were fans, but when they were deciding who to put in the game, they kind of just had to look at the newspaper and see who's in the box score. And so the joke is that this is how Brad Lowhouse got in the game, who is a very forgettable NBA player had, who do you play for? I, I don't even know. He's in the box in the game. Okay. I, uh, and he, as well on the the Mavericks, uh, Mike, I don't even know how you say his last name, Mike Iozzoli. Or yeah, something. I, ne- like I never knew who that was. He's a questionable person, but Just, we were laughing, or the hosts were laughing, I laughed along, <laughs> about how, like, what if the the developers just looked at, like, two newspapers and it just happened to be the game Brad Lowhouse scores 40 points and 20 rebounds and they're like, oh, we got to put him in this game. Lowhouse, clearly the best player on the Bucks. It's pretty great. I mean, that. probably was. And like back One then, the yeah, you can like just that. you can just hop online and see like, oh, LeBron is the best player. Let's make sure he gets in there. You just had to rely on Whatever newspapers, yeah, and newspapers and research. And there's ho- so many little little gimmies in there. Apparently, I didn't even know this. There's a tank mode tank where you, mode. if you, if all four players do a certain button combination at the same time the court pretty much disappears and you become like tanks that shoot at each other (laughs) for this little game for like 20 seconds. Oh. And apparently you could do it initially when they first shipped it out, you could do it without having to play the game. So like while the demo was going, if you got three friends with you, you could all do this button combo and play this little tank game. And uh, I guess the, the higher ups were like, no, like you can't have a free game. People will never play for it. Uh, or never never pay for the real game. And they're like, no, this is like it's a basketball game that they're playing, and this stupid little demo is just like a 20-second tank shootout game. And they proved correct because people loved NBA Jam. And I didn't even know the tank game existed. Me neither. There's I'm just learning about great, this yeah. 20 seconds ago. Sean is getting knowledge. Getting knowledge. They have lots of good hidden characters in that game as well bill clinton hillary clinton yep there's a fox i used to know that code (laughs) and there's another code to dunk across the court (laughs) big head mode of course always good there's a lizard in there as a hidden character it's just great so we're looking forward to it i will say i was watching a video review and this is the one deterrent for me but i don't think it's enough to not get the game but apparently a couple of players are not in the game because of various player licenses michael uh, jordan nba pl well michael jordan but people that were in the original nba jam game that are not in this version i know reggie miller is one of them and so their solution which i i don't understand this rather than so in in the original nba jam it's reggie miller and detlef schrempf parks and ref yeah. Parks and Rec, Parks and Parks and Rec. <laughs> as he got Up famous in Parks and Rec and then had a uh, NBA career after that but he is in the game with Reggie Miller and 
in the original arcade game. But in this newer version, Reggie Miller, they didn't get the license for him. So instead of plucking another pacer, you know, give me a Dale Davis and Antonio Davis. Give me Rick Smith's seven foot four. You could have two guys that are basically seven feet. They just put two Detlef Schrems. <laughs> so you're playing a shrimp and shrimp. <laughs> what that version is good. this? I didn't know Reggie Miller wasn't in the game. I guess I never played as the Pacers. I know. He's... I'm learning everything. Well, right no, no, no. He was in the game originally. But he's not in this updated version, so they put two Detlef Shrimps. What updated version? In, like, the arcade one-up version. Oh, okay. They didn't get the license for, like, five players throughout the NBA. Okay. So they just That were in the up. original game, yeah. So they just doubled them so up. I still have my... All of uh, them? I still have my Super I, Nintendos, so. and I have NBA Jam. I need to go see... Man, I need to go make sure Reggie Miller's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a time. What? A time, but this is not an NBA Jam yeah, or Teenage Mutant Despite Ninja how Turtle often we talk about podcast. basketball, not we, a basketball podcast. We've been you recording for it's twenty a, minutes. Wow, uh, there are a lot of basketball cameos though, so it's not the worst. That's thing. true. It is a basketball. Speaking related. of cameos, well, I'm not going to go anywhere with that. I just said that just for fun. But yeah, Chris Bosh was on the episode last week, and I was <laughs> yelling at the TV as he showed up as a high school basketball player. And apparently recorded this right after he won an NBA Finals. <laughs> Great timing. Probably more satisfying winning the high school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tip-off classic. But there were a lot of cameos in this episode as well. We'll get to all of them. But first, it's time for trivia. Trivia. As the dogs are barking in the background. Hopefully not audibly trivia. or else. Trivia. Big dogs trivia. got bite. I can't hear him. Trivia is tied one-to-one right now. Oh. We're still not sure what we are yeah, I guess we should talk about season. that at some yeah. point. Maybe next episode during the bonus. Let's have a chat. A we can have a little chit, chit chat. A little chat. We're, we're having a bonus next episode. Well, well it's maybe. episode we'll one hundred. Yeah, so 100. you know, we'll just oh. chat Remember offline while you were drinking and then we'll, tequila we'll out of your ears. Chat online. Did we mention this at the beginning of the episode? Online. Yes, that was when you had tequila <laughs> in your ears. <laughs> All right, trivia. Sean's <laughs> always first. <laughs> Sean, you are always first, and we'll here is your Haley first. What? With the doctor. Okay, okay. Haley, your okay. first question. Only one letter in Sean's name is alphabetically before you've, mine. You've if we said go in this order. before, and I, d- I don't know why your brain <laughs> just, goes here. I just want you guys to know. It, it's it's a, not an alphabetical it's concept. Not a, it's not a thing. Like, guys, anyway, the, your first question. Y'all, your first purchase, question. y'all purchase a wine bottle with a dog with a doctor <laughs> on it. I actually did not see that doctor until Joey passed the bottle to me so that I could talk about it. And I was like, well, this is amazing. That was the first thing I noticed. Well, because in this, whenever I had the wine tasting, like all the front labels were faced out. And then when I picked up the bottle from the shelf, it was also faced out. So when I handed it to the guy to ring up, he just put it right into a bag. So this was the first time I looked at the back of the bottle. How would he... If I worked there, I'd be like, you right? need to know there's a doctor on this. Yeah, bottle. I don't know why they didn't tell us that. Oh my goodness. Okay, your first question, Haley. That would have been a big selling point. Oh, I have to. I'm going. Okay. Who I'm going does first. Leslie say that Ron is a better version of? Ron? Mm-hmm. Ron. Oh, wait. No? Her no, that, that is incorrect. Talking about Ron Swanson? Yes. She says. Oh. She's talking about who has to get cut, and she says. That Tom, Donna, and April are three it's of the fine. best people that know. have ever Ash, lived, Ash whereas Ash. Ron is a better version. A better of version of someone. Okay. Um, Sean, do you know Ron Swanson or Ron Dunn? Ron Swanson. This was very early on in the episode. Uh-huh. 
after the cold open, but one of the first scenes. Ron is a better version. He's not a virgin, but he is a better version. And that's a terrible joke. I'm sorry. Can I, I make a guess? Um, sure. Yes, go back to Haley because I don't remember. And George I, Washington? That is correct. Oh. Haley. <laughs> Damn it. Don't go back Pulling to Haley. out the George Washington <laughs> vote. Okay. I, I kind of remember that. Excellent work. Sean, your first question. You, you probably will know this one better, so maybe it's good that we went out of order. I probably won't. Uh, in this episode, <laughs> Tinnifer makes an appearance, June Diane Raphael, and April and her are gabbing it up. April says she's the worst person, but that she wants to travel the world with her. And so towards the end of the episode, April says, you should totally visit my house. Doesn't, se- doesn't give her her actual house. Whose house does she send Tinnifer to? Dwayne Wade. That is correct. I knew that answer. The 305. Wait, okay, hold on. Who's, who is Tinnifer? What's her name? She's June Diane Raphael. What is she playing? You know She's her She's in a bunch name. of stuff. Okay. She's Paul Shear's wife. She is in Burning Love. She's in New Girl in one of the early seasons. Does she talk she, like that? Uh, no. Is she okay. the no, friend She's on not New as Girl? Valley Girl, yeah. She's in several seasons then. Okay, yeah. Several She's seasons. a recurring character. Yeah. Um, know, all those seasons blend together. New Girl's one season to me. Eight one years long, ago. Funny season. Eight yes. years ago, at a friend's wedding of mine where I was a groomsman, um, one of the uh, uh, one of the family members of the the bride or husband, one of the family members, I didn't know who he was, said I looked exactly like Dwayne Wade. <laughs> it's like, huh? Was this after several people have told you you look like Kevin Hart? No, this is before Kevin Hart. This is before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Kevin Hart. Do you like the Dwayne Wade comparison better? Uh, I guess he's taller, you know, by probably like a whole foot. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think most of my Kevin Hart comes from the way I talk, from people tell me that I have a, whenever I get on a roll talking, I have a Kevin Hart, <laughs> I have a Kevin Got Hart. It. Cadence. So at the wedding, the officiant was Brandon Baker, who used to be Johnny Tsunami on the TV show Johnny Tsunami, and also was Mowgli in uh, the original live action Jungle Book. So that's cool. He's He doesn't act anymore. Now he officiates Luke weddings. Luke Wait a minute. Hold on. No, I got to look this guy up. <laughs> Brandon Baker. Brandon Baker. Brandon Baker. He looks oh, wait. exactly the same. Okay, he was. And he's very nice. Yeah. How did how did your friend? So when they, um, she actually found the photographer first. She looked on Instagram and like looked through her portfolio, the photographers, and she liked her work, so she contacted her and she asked, "Do you have any recommendations of officiants?" And she said, "Oh, I work with Brandon Baker a lot. He's great." And so then she, my friend, contacted her. I mean him, and yeah, they just set it up, and she was like. She just was like, wait, that name sounds familiar. Or maybe he sent a picture or something. And she was like, I know that face. And so then she looked it up and she was like, oh, crazy. But yeah, so That's that was cool. fun. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Go Lisa. I know. The photographer's name was also Lisa and one of the other guests. Oh, no. So there was only there were, you know, the bride and groom. And then there was a flower girl and a ring bearer and then four Patrick. guests. Yes. 
Um, one of the guests was named Brandon and then Lisa, the bride is named Lisa and the photographer was Lisa and the officiant was Brandon. So that's oh. a fun little. Was Grace there? Yeah, she was the flower girl. Oh, Grace. Yeah. Did she uh, whip a nene? <laughs> she did not whip a nene, but she, she did a great job. You know, she was so happy. She was so excited. She like, as soon as they said, I do and kissed, she looked up because by this time, so she started off like in between Lisa and uh, Melanie, the other, uh, we weren't exactly bridesmaids, but like the other people, you know, person, I'll just say bridesmaid for, you know, ease. Um, so she started off like on the other side of her and then like throughout the ceremony, she kind of shifted over and was in front of me and like kind of hugging me to the side. And so then like right when they said I do, she looked up and she was like, I have a real daddy now. And I was like, oh my, oh my goodness. God, oh, you're so oh, freaking no. sweet. Oh, yeah. snap. And then she was like looking at me and I was like, you can go over and hug them. And she was like, are you sure? Because she wasn't sure if she was like allowed to go over there. And I was like, yes, go hug them. They'll be so happy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And she's taller now, right? Has she grown? Uh, she's grown. Yeah. She's really tall. Like she's always tall. Lisa's tall and uh, Grace's dad is tall. Ish. He's not super tall, but Grace always grows fast. I have a real daddy now. Wow. I know. I probably, so probably would have just melted right there. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh as God. soon as I told Melanie, because Melanie didn't hear her say that. Melanie was like already crying next to me. And as soon as I told her what Grace said, she just like, oh, like burst out. <laughs> and then Patrick and Lisa were both crying. So it was really sweet. And I told them afterwards. And then they were both like, oh, my God. You know, the sweetest thing. So it was really, yeah. it was beautiful. Like Gardens of the Gods is really nice. Like it was kind of on a, the side of a rock so you could see over the edge and the sky was beautiful in the background and there was all these like rock formations. So it was cool. Wow. All right, Haley, your second trivia question. Oh yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. All right. I'm going to need both of these answers to give you a full point. Each one will be half a point. All right. Each answer. How does Anne, when she's breaking the news Perkins. to Leslie and Perkins, yes, she's breaking the news to Leslie that she's thinking of moving. And they're mm-hmm. considering Bloomington. And, what does she bribe her with? She, yeah, she tries to distract slash bribe Leslie. What does she use? The first one is a stack of waffles, waffles, not waffles, with whipped cream on top. And she is like, oh, look at this, waffles. Mm. And then Leslie is still a little bit not distracted. So she starts feeding it at her. And then Leslie kind of gets distracted. And then a couple sentences later, she pulls out, I think it was a signed picture, but it's a picture of a shirtless, but definitely a photoshopped Joe Biden. Uh, and she's like, look at this. Cool, cool. I That's both parts. She doesn't go for that one, though. Oh, man. oh no. Yeah, Leslie doesn't, doesn't get distracted by There's that. a little more to that photo. Back from vacation? Riding in on a horse? Yes. There you go. Okay. One point. Woo. Oh, my goodness. Now, Sean, your that, question. That scene. <laughs> like what the fuck did she get waffles from she just yeah, had she them, pulls them out the of desk and here's waffles <laughs> well the funny thing is she and evelyn who we'll find out more about later were both already sitting in leslie's office when leslie arrived which means she already had that giant stack of waffles somewhere because <laughs> she wanted to talk to leslie about something that come out of her mouth anyways yes it's my turn to answer this question this is another two-parter sean each one will be worth half a point and it's another Tinnifer and April question. Oh. What are their nicknames for each other? Oh, oh fudge. I know. Ah, uh, Tinnifer and April. Um, let's see. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Slut 
and skink. There That's you go. It. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's not that hard. You can you can figure it out, Sean. I I just had to take a second to think about it, which scene it was in. Yeah. Excellent work. Excellent work. Hey, I hate the word slut, by the way. I've never really said that a lot. Yes. Sean does say skank a lot though. But he's talking oh. about the ska dance. It's called the oh, skank. skank ass. You kinda kick your feet while you're little doing a little Huh. I'm not very good at it, but it's a real dance. Look okay. it up. It's a ska dance. It's called the skank. Okay. Learn something new again. Haley, your Yes. Second. Nope. Fifth. Third. Third, third question. Fifth. Fifth question overall. Third question for you. Okay. That's the math. Donna. Donna. Admits that Craig would be a better yeah. person for the job than she would be. Uh-huh. And she says, don't worry about me. Because mm-hmm. she's got a few other things going on. What are those two things? She has a house. Uh-huh. And she has a fiance in Denver. Do you know where the condo is? Seattle? Very good. Very good. Whoa. Haley. Hell yeah. Knocking it out in that <laughs> Pacific Northwest and the mountain. So she don't mind leaving. She, she doesn't. She's like, I got stuff going on. And then... Leslie's like, fiance. And she's like, don't worry, it won't last. (laughs) Sean, I'm not going to lie. This last question is probably pretty hard, but I hope, I hope you were getting it. It was supposed to be for me. He likes to. It was supposed to be for Haley. So. No, it's okay. I'm I'm capable. You're going to rise. Yes. To this occasion. Okay. Towards the end of this episode, Mm -hmm. Leslie invites the Eagleton folks into her office, feeds them sugar cookies where half of the, it is made of mustard. And, uh, but she put a lot of sugar on it. So it's okay. Balance out. It is not okay. They still taste like mustard. And she's kind of going around the room and, and chatting with everyone. And then Craig played by Billy Eichner interrupts her and says, I don't have time for this. I, I'm halfway through. What? Shit. Um, I don't have time for this. I am halfway through. I don't remember. The only thing that's coming to mind is that he likes scandal, which he told Donald. <laughs> I'll even give you the credit for this. You don't even have to know what it is, but it's as a tribute to something. Do you remember what the tribute is? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, Haley is going to get I also don't. the trivia victory. <laughs> I have no idea. I remember him standing up, but I don't remember. Craig was halfway through a bamboo gazebo yes, as a tribute gazebo. to Motown. Yeah. Don't remember it at all. I did not don't. remember the tribute to Motown part, but I do remember him saying bamboo gazebo. It might have been the quietest line Billy Eichner had all episode. Well, in his whole life. And we might as well just. No, you know what? The show Friends from College. He is the most subdued character on that show, which is baffling. I did not like that show. Second season got better. Joey was watching it. I feel like I didn't watch the first episode with you, but I came in when you were watching like maybe the second or third episode, and I started watching. Is what's her face on that too? No, that's not her. Is Is that the Keegan Michael Key show? He's one of the characters. He's on on there. Yeah. yeah. Is uh, Tennifer on there too? I don't think so. No, just maybe an on episode. Uncle. No, I think I'm thinking of a different person. I don't know. Anyway, uh, started watch. I don't know. Like, I just didn't like it. I did not something about it. I it just didn't sit with me. I was just like, no, I'm not interested in these people. 
Yeah, I think it gets better in the second season. I agree. The first season. I just kind of hated them all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was holding out I hate hope everybody for like. Isn't Nev Campbell in the show? There's a lot of good people. Um, yeah, there's people. Nev the, Campbell is not in The it, thing I is, I like okay. the sorry, cast sorry, sorry. individually. Like, a lot of them I like in other things. So I thought, oh, this will be good. But then I was just like, yeah, I don't really like this very much. I don't think any of those actors or actresses I dislike in general. But I think that uh, collectively didn't they didn't work for me as a show. You might be thinking of Annie Paris. Sean is in that show. Who she kind I of thinking she of? kind of looks like Nev Campbell. I don't know, but uh, Jay Sue Park is in that show, and she's also uh, the mother of one of the characters on Never Have I Ever, which is a very good show that I binged over this last week. Would recommend oh, yeah? as well. Someone was talking loosely about based that. off Mindy Kaling's childhood since we apparently have to drop the office at least every once every four episodes there's your office reference for it <laughs> sean do you want to see if you could i had written down one other thing as a potential trivia you could see yeah let's give it a shot what are the nope. uh extra amenities that eagleton had that ben said they were gonna have to get rid of uh a bunch of segways 400 segways uh, baristas masseuse masseurs and then the baristas for the masseurs boom good job Dang, should have asked that one fuck <laughs> it's okay. okay it's okay sean we we might as well do the quote of the episode before you dive into it because it's a craig yeah. quote and we have been talking about him yelling everything uh, honestly i think you could pick any line he has in the show he, I, billy billy was great this episode. i do like how much he likes donna right off yes yeah I mean, that's because Donna's Your name is great. Yeah. (laughs) Don't change it. I wasn't planning on it. Donna questions whether Craig uh, is on on a lot of medication (laughs) he hasn't taken any of or maybe has taken too much of. And he says, oh, I've got a medical condition, all right. It's called caring too much. Also, I've got eczema. But there's like quite a pause. Yeah. And then he quietly. And also, I have eczema. So the... uh... As we ended last episode, I I totally got this um, guess wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I would have guessed wrong as well. Uh, but Eagleton and Pawnee are merging. And so Pawnee has to take on some of Eagleton's staff. Well, Leslie, it's up to Leslie to decide who, keep, who she keeps and she's who she goes. She's the uh, merger czar. Merger czar. So she's having a meeting. With, uh, I don't know if it's like a town hall, but it's more like a, a just a broad meeting. Her and Chris are at the front with the podium talking to the Eagletonian workers and the Pawnee workers and just explaining that, you know, we're taking on Eagleton. And I saw my first black guy from Eagleton. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's Doing the, well. Dr- dressage. Dressage, which is going to get cut from the budget. So he's never coming back. Well, yeah, because they have, they pretty much have matching personnel for each department, except for dressage, and there's one other one I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he was, it, well, she called it, I forgot what Leslie called it. She didn't call it dressage, she called it. Well, she said dressage, which I think is horse riding, and he he stood up and he was like, it's not horse riding, it is horse dancing. <laughs> I was like, and I just, y'all can imagine my... uh my yell at the TV. <laughs> oh, there's a black guy um, from Eagleton. Are yes. you big into dressage, Sean? No. Oh. I do know what it is, 
I've heard of it. Horse dancing. That's all be... <laughs> I've heard of it before, but uh, I would not have. Yeah, no. I have seen it because they do it in the Olympics, right? Or no? Yes, and that's when the horse does the feet. I'm yeah. making motions at the camera they where they're just like dancing. Feet. I've seen it at, yeah. at the rodeo or like a fair and in the Olympics, but I in, would not have remembered that that is what dressage was. It's in Mario and Sonic at the Rio Olympics. That makes sense. I believe it's just oh. called equestrian in that one, but yeah. your horse jumps over some But the jumping part is not the same. No, it's not the jumping. It's just they got to do the the steps. They get on like two legs sometimes or sometimes they just do their like four legs and they do like Christy Cross. So a different Olympic sport. Yes. There's more than one horse one. I remember seeing at the Olympics like, how is this a sport? (laughs) And then like the commentators are like judging it. Like, oh, that was a a mess up right there. I'm like, what? What happened? What what did I miss? I bet the commentators of those sports get so jazzed. Like it's their time to shine. Yeah. This like is when we're on the world stage. They're broadcasting to more than 18 people. Yeah. Yeah. I would love it. Dude, they treat those horses, not everyone, but horses that have to do that are treated so poorly by some people because in order oh. because horses don't naturally stand on two legs, what? right? It's not a natural thing for them. So they have to train that into them. And what they'll do is sometimes is like they'll cut their feet in a certain way so that they like have to stand up or they'll, you know, like batter them. And it's crazy. And it used to be like highly unregulated. I know all this cause I listened to a podcast one time about it. Like I don't even remember what podcast that was, but it just started playing. Like it, it was probably one that I was already listening to, but it was just like, this is kind of, um, off topic. Oh, you know what it was? Sorry guys. I think it was criminal. Um, which does a lot of different things that are in some way criminal. And so I think it was from that show and they were like interviewing a guy who used to be big in that world. And he was talking about how awful some of these animals are treated. And I was just like, Oh my God, this is crazy. But yeah. And of course, Bojack horseman on two feet. Well, yes, but he does. That's natural for him. Will I be happy watching that show? You No, you'll be depressed, but it is a good show. It's so funny too, though. It like, I I know I have said this on this podcast, but I legitimately don't know of another show that so deftly weaves between like very funny, like holding your sides and laughter and just like punching you in the gut right after. Yeah, it does a great job of kind of like keeping you emotionally off balance, but in a way that is wrapped up and contained. Right. And visually... Some oh, of the plus, episodes are just like they have so many puns. Fantastic, yeah. Oh god, and the wordplay is so good. Yeah, and just like the recurring, the recurring gags and, and bits and stuff, and just the animals acting like animals, like the Penguin Publishing book company is they'll run sh- by penguins. Yeah, they're run by penguins, and they'll just show the penguins like sliding having a meeting, and they're sometimes. sliding on their bellies. Just <laughs> so good. And sometimes <laughs> yeah, the birds will fly. Yeah, I know it's good. It's worth watching. Um. So yeah, there's a black guy in Eagleton. I was very happy about that. Um, horse dancing. We had the da 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 da, and so and there's in the Parks and Rec office, which I still I don't get. I guess Leslie still has her job in Parks and Rec, even though she's a city councilman councilwoman now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're merging uh, all of the doppelgangers. There's uh, April has Tennyson with two Y's. Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer, not Tennyson. Jennifer. It used to be Jennifer, but then I changed it. I, th- I got Tennyson from Ben 10. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, there's uh, there's Eric for, that's going to be Tom. a doppelgamer of Tom. Um, and when they introduce Eric, another Indian guy walks into the office. He's like, Tom's like, well, 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 you must be Eric. 
And the guy's like, no, um, I'm so-and-so uh, in this program. Its name is Eric. It's an Eagleton something reservation system. The Eagleton Reservation Information Center. Oh, that. Eric. It's like, you're still, you're still re- reserving your tennis courts in person? And no, he just plugs in the uh, USB. That's Eric. And it can do all the reservations. Uh, there's, um, there's Craig, which is Donna's um, doppelganger. Craig is Billy Eichner. I, when he appeared on the screen, I was like, hey, it's <laughs> Billy from the street. Billy on the street. It's him. <laughs> Jenny from the block. Billy on the street. <laughs> um, and then there was another Ron. Uh, his name was Ron Dunn. Played by Sam Elliott. I, I was like, I couldn't remember his name. I couldn't remember the name of Sam Elliott. I was like, hey, it's the guy with the mustache in those commercials. <laughs> yes. And I'd never seen him without a cowboy hat on. I was like, but it's that guy. Um, and so his name was Ron. And at first, when we first meet Ron Dunn, uh, Ron likes him because he doesn't have a lot to say. And yeah. And they both have mustaches. Ron, they both have mustaches. Um, so there. Yeah. So doppelgangers. But then what? progresses ben and chris are doing are meeting with the eagleton's i guess financial folks a bunch of white dudes in suits yep uh talking about their budget and ben and chris are a team again they don't really ever say like, anything either the the eagletonians they just kind of watch ben and chris talk which is fine yeah they, yeah and ben is just telling them so this tag team here, Chris is the positive guy and Ben is the negative guy. If we remember so, all the way back from season one when they did that in Pawnee. Right. And Ben's telling them, hey, we're cutting, like I said earlier in trivia, we're cutting the, the segways and the masseurs and the baristas. And then Chris wants to celebrate. So he starts doing lunges right next to, <laughs> uh, right next to Ben, which is pretty funny. Um, and they're really vibing, you know. It's just like the good old days, Ben and Chris. Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. <laughs> and they they go off to the side to speak to the camera, like you know how happy they are doing back doing their their old thing. Um, and and had a great episode only because of this one scene where she really needs to speak to Leslie. Oh yeah, New Anne. New Anne. Her name was Evelyn, played by um, Melinda Cohen. What is she in? Other things. I, okay. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, Melinda Kong. Um, but New Anne really doesn't do much because Anne's a, uh, I guess, the, the, the uh, nurse, well, the healthy She doesn't work person. in Park's department, but throughout this entire episode, Leslie keeps talking to her, and she's like, well, I don't know because I don't work in the Park's department, so I'm not sure why <laughs> I'm in this room. Right. But New Anne, uh, she doesn't... Eagletonians are generally healthy. So there's not really much for her to do in Eagleton because she doesn't really have to treat anyone because Eagleton know how to be healthy. Um, and unless he's like, well, uh, <laughs> you have your job cut up for you because we got we're heavy with diabetes. They have the first and, case, uh, the first known case of super diabetes and super diabetes. of Lou Gehrig's other disease. <laughs> they're in they're in books, medical books. Um. So I'm pouring more tequila, by the way. Um, <laughs> and 
waiting in Leslie's office to tell her something. Because if you remember from last episode, Anne and Chris visited Bloomington, um, and Anne really liked it because uh, there was, you know, there was baby stuff without Dale Earnhardt's face on it, and so, you know, she's it was much better than Pawnee. Um, and so Anne tells Leslie after New Anne leaves that her and Chris were thinking about moving out of Pawnee. And Leslie's, Leslie's not having it. She's like, wait, let's go back to the conversation where I think you told me you said you were thinking. And so you can tell Leslie's getting upset. And so the first act by Anne was to distract her with waffles that apparently she had either on her lap or just sitting under the desk. She just pulls out like a stack of six waffles with whipped cream on it and starts trying to distract Leslie. I don't think it was enough whipped cream for Leslie for that many waffles, but it was a good heap on top. I just think that she would have needed also the spray can as she started to eat down the waffles. Right. And she like, and she takes out a piece and starts putting it at Leslie's mouth. And so Leslie, you know, Leslie's, she gives in, but then they start talking some more. And then uh, Leslie starts getting upset again that Anne wants to leave. So then she pulls out a picture of Joe Biden riding a horse. Uh, But this one doesn't get Leslie. Leslie just kind of turns around and kind of mumbles to herself um and so the next scene it's uh she calls all of the eagleton office mates into an office while all the pawnee ones have to sit outside and yet it's personal uh, because um leslie had asked donna about would she ever move and talking about loyalty and donna's like yeah she talks about the condo and she talks about her fiance in denver Um, and she talks about how passionate Craig is and how good he is at his job. So yeah, she's like, you probably would rather keep him than me. Like she go ahead, like if Leslie had to cut someone, Donna's saying like, you probably want to you know fire me instead of Craig. Um, oh oh, I failed to mention that I guess Pawnee had a bunch of files pile up in the office, so they rehired Jerry as a temp to be their office filer. And <laughs> at which first I thought was he like, was still rehired as a temp. Yeah, I don't whatever. Know. Tom's like, no, no, why is he back? And then uh, Jerry says it's back, but he's like, hey, I want to go by my actual real name, which is Gary, but then he forgets which one is his real name, so he's saying both Gary and Jerry, and then April starts making fun of him, just starts calling him Larry, so everybody starts calling him Larry. Larry Gingrich. Larry Gingrich, and so whenever Jerry answers the phone, he says, hey, this is uh, Parks and Rec, this is Larry. Leslie calls the Eagletonians into an office and she has cookies for them, but she ran out of yellow frosting. And so the yellow part is mustard that she pours sugar on and she takes a bite and it's still gross. Nobody wants these cookies because, you know, it's too much sugar, especially Sam Elliott or other Ron. Um, oh, and I just keep jumping all over the place. Uh, at first, Ron Swanson liked Ron Dunn because he didn't have a lot to say. But then Ron, both Rons went, met with Leslie. And then Ron Dunn started explaining how he loves yoga and he's an environmentalist and he's wearing sandals because your feet are made to be free. And he's a vegan, a freegan, which means he eats the vegetables that are thrown out. Gross. Uh, and so Ron, <laughs> Ron does not like him anymore. Um, but I think Samuel was my best, my favorite character in the entire show. Every time he was on the screen, I was laughing hysterically. Um, but Leslie's meeting with them, uh, talking about loyalty. And, and it gets like, really yeah. tense and weird in there because she's just kind of yeah. like spiraling. 
Yeah, because Anne is moving. Um, and then she makes a contract for all the Pawneeans to sign, but they're not about it. They go to her office like, hey, you're going crazy. Um, and Anne comes in like, hey, stop blaming everybody for us. This is because of me. We need to talk. Leslie doesn't want to talk to her. Everybody throws a contract on her desk and they just leave. Um, April is just having a time of her life with Jennifer. She's like, I hate this person. She's horrible. I want to travel the world with her. And so she takes up her Valley Girl accent and they're just hanging out all day telling, telling each other how much they love each other. Um, and it comes to the point where they're both outside getting pedicures. Um, and April tells uh, Jennifer to, hey, you should visit my house in Miami. Uh, just, hey, the gate's kind of broke. Just break in or just jump over it. And Jennifer's all about it. And she also tells Jennifer, like, hey, you don't want to work here. This place is the pits. Uh, and Jennifer was thinking that already. So Jennifer lo- t- loves April. But April, you know, tells the camera away from Jennifer that, hey, that's Dwayne Wade's house. And so he can't wait to see Dwayne Wade's face when he throws a basketball at her head for breaking into his house. Um, that was pretty much the episode. Like, uh, Ben and, and Chris have a conversation at dinner. And Chris's plate, I can't understand it. Chris <laughs> ordered a salad. But this salad, it has gummy, it has gummy worms, some toffee. And something else. I can't remember what was and else. And cheese. Like calam- and cheese. And I was looking at his plate. There was like calamari on it, too. And I was like, what the fuck did he order? He said it was like, like an earth not- salad. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to be healthy. And then, so that's part of how he like segues into the conversation. Because he's like, well, they both start talking about how, you know, this part of the travel is kind of hit or miss. Of like, you can just get some crappy food on the road, but you're together, whatever. And then he's like, yeah, in a town like this, it's hard to you know get that food you want and then he's like ben we're thinking of moving and ben takes it well ben's happy for them yeah he takes it pretty well um he says that makes me sad but also i'm very happy for you and ann yeah just super nice must much different than the way uh leslie took him when she heard from much ann. more mature than congresswoman leslie nope uh so leslie no so leslie was talking to ron because ron had picked her up and carried her from her office (laughs) no from the conference room uh where she was talking to the egotonians and she was talking to ron about and ron telling her how crazy she's going about and moving and then uh but during the conversation fucking other Ron was just sitting on the floor in the corner doing yoga. <laughs> and it's just, Ron doesn't like him. Ron Swanson doesn't like him. It's like, he says some enlightening things. And Ron tells like that, I want to, I, I want to enact violence against this person. But the Ron Dunn tells him like, hey, just know that I would never fight back. Da, 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 da. Ron just keeps getting upset and he just leaves, gives a peace sign. You know, packs up his yoga mat, rolls it up, and throws it over his shoulder. It's very funny. It's, it's, Samuel did the best job on this episode. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Um, but I guess the, the episode ends with... Uh, well, first, um, Tom convinces Leslie that Eric is a... Uh, 
I forgot. It's a terrible person. He put out a porn magazine, had a bunch of snacks everywhere. He broke computers was, at one point. He Yeah, Leslie, Leslie never learned that was this was cussing. a computer program. She thought it was a yeah. Thought it was an actual so person. So Tom's trying not so. to get fired, well, become obsolete because of a computer. So he convinces because they don't know it's a computer. So he's just like, Oh right. yeah, Eric's the worst. And then Eric's the worst. She fires him. Uh I think she got rid of Tennifer, because Tennifer's gonna move to Miami. And yeah, or break. Tennifer quit. I don't know. So they didn't. Oh, they didn't like officially do any of those scenes where they fired or asked anyone to stay. But she has a, a list going, and she has Tennifer, Eric, and Ron Dunn on the no go side. Yeah, she she tells Ron that like, hey, this position's filled. We're, we we don't need you. And Ron Dunn knows. He's like, I understand. And he's all chill about it. And that's when Ron wants to punch him in the face. Uh. But I guess Craig is going to say, which is good, because hopefully more Billy Eichner's in. There will be more Billy Eichner. Yeah, yes. Craig is in I the, be, right now he's in the question yeah. mark category. I will oh, be, I'm sorry, I will yes. Be we don't know. No, no, more. like he, I realized he didn't get fired, so I'm, I'm Well, they had, she had pleased. three columns, and his name was like still kind of in the question mark one, and somebody else's was too. Was it New Anne? I can't remember where New Anne was. She didn't say a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's not in Leslie's department, so I don't know if Leslie gets to fire her or hire her. I don't know. But uh, at the end, uh, Leslie is talking to... Uh, look, you can only see her holding someone's hand, but you could tell it wasn't holding someone's hand, but you can tell it wasn't Anne's hand because it was quite light. Uh, and so she's ex- explaining how she's going to be disappointed and her moving but you know she's gonna support her decision it's gonna be happy for her but it's new Anne, and she's like yeah i don't know you or new or Anne, so i don't know understand how i'm supposed to uh respond to the situation but then real Anne walks into the room and leslie tells her hey you're dismissed real Anne, we need to talk so they sit did next you to hear other. her also say six hours well spent no i, I didn't hear yeah, that when oh, she dismisses goodness, her sucks. she's like six hours well spent Come on in, Anne. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so she might be uh, running and, for the hills, this other lady. And, and the episode ends as the captions are running. As, as the captions are running, Anne and Leslie are sitting next to each other about to chat about Anne possibly moving out of Pawnee. That's wild. Sean, so, you mentioned Chris's yeah. dinner. But yeah, did you notice? Food of oh. the episode! <laughs> uh, well, not all of that, no. Just uh, oh. when Chris says what's in his plate, he says cheese and toffee. Then he calls them gummy bear worms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gummy bear worms. Which, <laughs> which is weird. Is reminded me very much of Rob Lowe wearing the NFL hat. He doesn't want to offend <laughs> gummy bear fans. He doesn't want to offend gummy worm fans. So he just says gummy bear worms. But they're clearly worms. There's no bears. There's nary a bear. To be found. Nary a bear. And that was Did You Notice? <laughs> I did notice. Also, Joey exclaimed it. Did you, did you notice? Do we have a Did You Notice song? I feel like we've just did been whispering notice? it. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, okay. Yeah. But we, I don't know. We can probably did do better. Notice? We'll keep working on it. But until then. Parks and Rec. Well, well, no, I guess. I know. No. Top five. We'll get caught up in the top five. Joey's turn. It's my turn for the top five today. And remember how this episode was called Doppelgangers? No. It's a lot of people that remind us of other folks. So I was thinking, who are the top five people that, specifically celebrities, top five celebrities that other people have told me 
I remind them of. So many. I know what number one is. Yes, Sean knows what number one is, but that's not where we're starting. Number five. Number five, I had my brother-in-law tell me this. Brandon Roy, the former Portland Trailblazers. What? <laughs> Hold on. From a, no. <laughs> from a, this is less a doppelganger, more a mannerism, he said. He said he saw a post-game interview with him, and he said he talks and acts the way that you do, where he's like a little quirky, a little... I, I think he was implying like weird. <laughs> he's kind of like can't uh, really stay focused on one thing or something like that i looked up a brandon roy interview i didn't notice anything crazy out of the ordinary but perhaps i just didn't see the right one but it's always stuck with me if you need another basketball player instead i was just having this discussion with someone i i've been told my game my basketball game is like kevin martin because he has kind of a ridiculous shot he's deceptively quick and a pretty solid defender in addition to i think he's a better scorer than i am but he had a good life. year with the Rockets. Kind of just fell off. Yeah. Yeah. Number four. Number four. This was the lead singer of my band telling me this. Uh, Mike Shinoda from Lincoln Park. What? <laughs> I believe the first time he told me, he's told me this a handful of times. That Would you cut your hair? I don't know. I do not. <laughs> I've never had a goatee like Mike Shinoda seems to have most of the time. I think he has a beard now. So maybe that's more of it. I believe the first time was when I wore a hat. Mike Shinoda is constantly wearing hats. Mm. I I also like am pretty. I mean, Lincoln Park's raps are not necessarily, I would say, difficult to do high level. But we did once play a show where we did a bunch of Lincoln Park song, song, songs. Songs. It was a show. Sean songs. It was a, a Jimmy Wednesday show, which out here in Austin, it's a you pl- you kind of play as a band for the evening, and you play some originals, but you play some some songs from the band. And so, so we chose Lincoln Park and, but that's not what you called yourselves. Did you? No. Our drummer came up with the name Lincoln dark since <laughs> three of us, I'm not including myself in this, but three people in the band are black. And then Mikey is Mexican and I'm Mike Shinoda. Oh, got it. So they were Lincoln dark. <laughs> we'll say the crowd was, was excited at first and then i think i think playing six lincoln park songs is probably too many for their their taste what was your set i think we played eight or nine songs it was primarily lincoln park i think they were hoping for a few more originals i thought you guys usually did shorter sets on those days i mean we knocked it all out in half an hour you can get you can get eight or nine songs in half an hour lincoln park songs are not really that long okay i will say faint our cover of faint was real good as was uh, One Step Closer. The other four, I could take it or leave it. Paper Cut was pretty good, too. Sorry, gosh. <laughs> Number three. Okay, now we're getting into the doppelgangers. This is, this is one that I first identified, but literally everyone I have shown a picture of is like, oh, this is you. Again, he, it helps when he's wearing a hat because he's normally bald, uh, but his name is Dave Ragone. He is the Bears quarterbacks coach. I was watching a oh, random yeah. football game and it cut to the sideline to show <laughs> you are. a Bears quarterback. He I don't even remember it and who called, it was. Maybe just Trubisky. Maybe on called the us sideline. both in? Yeah. <laughs> and I paused it on the TV. I had to go back. I saw I like it was unfolding and I was like folding laundry or something. And it just went to the the sideline. And I was like, hold, hold the phone. Had to go back, pause it. I believe, yes, called both of you in to look at it. And it's just amazing. Oh. 
It was you. Like literally, no one will know his name. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still a picture don't. When you said his name, like who the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> but the Bears coach, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> and I remember posting this on Facebook when it happened back because back then, <laughs> you know, you were still you still weren't embarrassed to use Facebook. Like maybe we are nowadays. With I all did the, the social media crap they're doing. Yeah, Sean did his social media list. Facebook was number one back then, but now it's falling fast <laughs> to number two. <laughs> yes. And speaking of number two. Oh no! I need to finish yeah. this story. I posted this on Facebook and I made some comment of like, oh, I, you know, I I wanted everyone to know I've accepted the job as the Bears quarterback. Oh yeah. Coach. One of my friends just wrote congratulations. <laughs> With like with I don't think with any sense of sarcasm or irony or anything in it. And I was just like, you know, that's not actually me, but looked enough still, like you. Still great. <laughs> oh man, you need to give some tips to Trubisky because it's Nick Foles now. Who I've oh, played yeah. basketball against. Oh, so I'm rooting for his success. Any, <laughs> any pro athlete I've played basketball against, I want to do well in their respective sport. Number. Oh man, that's too funny. Go ahead, Haley. You can do it this time. Number two. Number two is John Francis Daly. Oh, who, yeah. Who played Sam Weir on Freaks and Geeks. That's how I was introduced to him. Baby how Sweets. I was introduced to him as a doppelganger was a drunk girl I played a pool game with when I was in L.A. who just kept calling me Sweets. Yeah. And I said, who is that? And she said, from Bones. Duh. And I was, I don't watch the show, so I was still perplexed. I looked him up. This was... Maybe I did have a smartphone at this point, but I feel like I looked him up later. Like, I didn't know throughout the evening. Yeah. Maybe I was conserving battery or something. I didn't know until I got back home and I looked up Sweets from Bones, like who is John guy. Francis Daly. He does sometimes. I agree. I don't think overall Joey looks a lot like Sweets, but I, there are moments. We have the same cheekbones. I've oh, all, yeah. The facial structure is there. When you're clean shaven. You're not clean yeah, shaven. Yeah, when he's clean shaven when and when, he's, shaven. when you okay. catch him you from like a certain way, you're like, oh, I super see it right now. Other times I'm like, eh, I don't see it at all. And this I, is purely based off I'm his Freaks and Geeks character, Sam Ware, but he is a huge dork. And so oh, he is, is a huge dork. No, yeah. Sweets is a dork too. Excellent. I think he is a dork. He also directed the Horrible Bosses movies, if you, or wrote them at least. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I saw the first one. Whenever, um, I saw Freaks and Geeks after seeing Bones, so in Freaks and Geeks, he's just baby sweets to me. Fun fact, he's the only Freaks and Geeks character who's his actual age on the show. Everyone else is much older. That's true. Including his sister, who's playing someone two years older than him, I believe, and she is, in real life, 10 to 11 years older. junior or senior? Junior, I think. That's why they're actors. Yes. Yeah. I like her too. Yeah, Linda Cardellini. Shout out. Still got to watch Freaks and Geeks, Sean. All right. It's one season. All right. So easy. I'm going to be busy playing this Ninja Turtle arcade. Number one! (laughs) (laughs) Number one, you know him. I know him. The listeners, (laughs) y'all know him as well because he was in an episode. Andrew Luck. He's retired. Former Indianapolis Colts quarterback. Retired on my birthday last year. Whoa, Wait, what? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, that's right. Because I came downstairs and was like, hey, guys. Yeah, we had, <laughs> we had a, a birthday bash at the house again back when you could be in person with people. And I remember I had gone upstairs for a little bit and the Miami Hurricane season was also kicking off this. this oh, day. yeah. They played. <laughs> it was uh, week zero on the schedule. I don't understand how. Florida. <laughs> Uh, yeah, playing against in-state rival Florida. And I had gone upstairs and came back down. And all the guests who were there said, like, 
something along the lines of, oh, congrats on your retirement. You know, excited for this next chapter. And I was just like, what? Rohan. And yeah, and they showed me, they held up a phone to my face and the screen had turned off by the time they held it up to me. So they had to take it back, put their password in again and then show me. And it was that Andrew Luck had retired. Wild. But this man, I have been stopped (laughs) <laughs> all the time all the time i've been with him a few times the most memorable <laughs> ones to me was leaving a, a a hooters i believe we had gone in after a night of drinking to get fried twinkies <laughs> and this is the only place downtown where you can get it and it was a bunch of coworkers and i and as we were leaving i'm walking out the door we're in a line our group of coworkers. i am in the i'm the last one in the line one of the servers is at You're a table i'm being the caboose choo choo she puts drinks down at a table and then just like whips around and like taps me on the arm. And she's like, are you Andrew Luck? And I don't remember exactly when this was, but I know it was in the middle of the NFL season. <laughs> and so I was so like, yeah, you know, you just enjoying there. the bye week coming down here to Austin, it's Texas. Austin, Texas. Yeah. Despite our next game. I think I looked up when their next game was. It actually was that week still. I think this was a Thursday or Friday. And so the game was, you know, two to three days later on a Sunday. And it was not in Houston or Dallas or anywhere nearby. <laughs> so it would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah, it would have been Andrew crazy Luck for Andrew there. Luck to be. Are you Andrew Luck? Yes. And you said yes. And I said, oh, well, if it'll get me more fried Twinkies. No, I didn't. I should have. I still hadn't perfected the voice. I still haven't. I haven't heard him talking a long yeah, time. Yeah, you got to keep practicing. I know. I'm, I'm trying to remember the moment that I realized you look like Andrew Luck. <laughs> it wasn't like an epiphany. There was, I think. I don't even know if I told you. Probably told me. I was like, you know what? I thought this. Yes, you do look like quite exactly likely. like so Andrew Luck. He told me, and I was just like, same reaction that I had about sweets of just like, yeah, I guess. And then the moment I realized, oh, he really does, is when I was with him the first time we got stopped, and he was asked, <laughs> or like, and I think Yo, we've actually, yeah, I think we've actually told that story on here before. But basically, a guy that was next in like the line over, we were about to get on the Hogwarts train in uh, universal to go from side to side and the guy like taps me on my shoulder we were playing heads up and the guy taps me on my shoulder and i turn and he shows me a picture on his phone and he's not speaking so i think he like maybe doesn't speak english or something um uh because he's just like points at the phone points at joey and like points back at the phone and has just tapped me on the shoulder and i went like oh yeah and i shook my head and like pointed and i was like people tell him that all the time and then the guy was like silent for a second and then was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, so yeah, he just, just said he just said to me, he said, you look like Andrew Luck. But after we had already had yeah. that whole exchange, maybe he was trying to get my permission of like, is this him? Can I talk to this dude? I don't know. It was just a really funny because it was like a silent exchange. And then at first I was just shaking my head. Yes. And then I said like, oh, yeah, people tell him that all the time. And then he turns and says that and I was just like, that was funny. But yeah, it, so it, not it, until that moment did I think. Okay, yeah, this is legit. It may have been during a an Andrew Luck press conference where I was like, "Man, Joey looks just like this dude." <laughs> like, <laughs> this is like I, now I see it. Like, it's it's unquestionable. Like, you're him, except when his beard was too thick. At one point, I was like, "All right, he's not Joey anymore." But when he's clean shaven, on Andrew Luck or just scruffy Andrew Luck, y'all are the same. Y'all are one. <laughs> <laughs> Joe scraggly hair right we now. We are one two, in fact, which is his jersey number. Twelve. Ha. Twelve. But I wonder now that Andrew Luck is retired, will that cachet go away? Will it only be Parks and Rec fans that know from the Bachelor Party episode? Which is one you of the best he, episodes, let's be real. He uh 
I really think he's like done done. Like people when he retired, like, oh, he'll be back once he, you know, he'll get the inch again. I was like, no, he's pretty happy. He yeah. just had a kid. Like he's got a beautiful life, beautiful wife, as he said before. Um, I don't think we'll see him ever again. And he's like, he's not like he doesn't need football. His dad was rich. Um, so he doesn't need money. Like he doesn't need football. I mean, he made a ton of money too. Right. And yeah, he would have, he probably, I mean, Patrick Mahomes just signed a big deal, but you know, Andrew was one of the best prospects ever to come out of college because he was really that good, but he just had no offensive line. So he repeatedly got sacked. He's the most sacked quarterback in the league. Uh, yeah, there's no reason for him to want to come back. He's like, why do I need to do this? <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to retire, guys, right before the season starts, because I just got hurt again. Sean, while you were talking, Patrick Mahomes made $187. Oh, yeah, because, you know, he, uh, he is, it, it, you know what will suck? This is not a football podcast, but what if he turns out <laughs> to be Aaron Rodgers? What happens then? Aaron Rodgers only has one Super Bowl. The Packers were, uh, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers was, was regarded as one of the greatest talents anybody's ever seen and people still believe that but his team has found ways to you know fumble an onside kick or do other things to not win any more super bowls <laughs> it is pretty fantastic i don't uh, have an answer to that but i did enjoy someone shared a tweet with me that was along the lines of if Patrick Mahomes was walking down the street and dropped a dollar, it would actually cost him, he'd lose money by picking it up. Yeah. Like, cause he's making so much. He's making a dollar. What is it? A dollar 60 per second or per minute. I don't remember. I think it's for sure. It's something ridiculous. It's okay. It's a over half a billion dollar. Contract, oh yeah. No, that's not okay. I yeah. just meant we didn't need to know it. No, we like, don't need to go into the particulars. Someone can look it up. But that was top five. We were caught up in the top five. This has been the. I keep looking. No, you Sorry, go. I, you go. I, I keep looking behind me because as I'm doing all this yelling, there's a ghost. Uh, for this, no, it's not a ghost. Ghost. Um, my door is unlocked, and so I'm like, man, somebody's gonna well, walk go in here. Like, it. Yeah, <laughs> are you naked? We can from solve the waist that down? problem. All right, wait until he is naked from the waist. One of my coworkers up. does. She'll um we'll be on a Zoom call and then she'll be like, Hold on, I gotta go uh get ready to open the door and she'll just close her laptop mostly. She doesn't close it all the way because she wants to keep it on. Uh so you know, like so it doesn't turn off. So she'll close that and then she'll come back and she'll be like, I just had to put pants on because our groceries are getting delivered or something like that. It's pretty <laughs> funny. It's on the regular. I remember always being afraid of phone like video conference interviews yeah. that one of the questions would be stand up. Because even oh, if you no. are wearing pants, how do you, how do you gracefully like? Do you just stand up and be like, "Yeah, I'm wearing pants, dumbass," and then sit back down? It's not really their business if you're wearing pants. I don't think. I don't think so either. Yeah. I'm just I'm just looking at that sexy arcade over there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Getting Sean's ready chomping for at it. the bit. We'll make it a quick then categories. Cat categories. Yeah. I thought I thought it was a quick Sean, one. Sean, tell us what your favorite cheeses is. Because remember, on American? Chris's plate, oh, he no. has a bunch of cheese. Oh, no. And so okay. this is going to be types of cheese. I'll start it off with what Sean just said, American. This is going to be a quick Parmesan. <laughs> Mozzarella. Gouda. Cheddar. Um, Swiss. Brie. Pepper Jack. Uh, oof. Oof. Kobe Jack. Gruyere. 
Oh, Gruyere. Gruyere. Uh, provolone? Did we say that? Yeah, no. You're good. Goat cheese. Dang, that's what I was going for, Sean. Oh, shit. Uh, Did we say Monterey Jack? No. We said Pepper and Colby. Monsieur? What's that one? The like, the one they always have cubed. Like, I think it's like Monsieur. Dang. Okay. Um, There's a jalapeno jack one sometimes. Did we say feta? Did not. Oof. Tillamook, or is that a is that a brand? It's a brand, but it's fine. Tillamook cheese. Nice. Uh, shredded. You said Tillamook. Oh. Sliced. There it Wait, is. That, that's, that's what we're doing. That's <laughs> what we're doing. Oh, cream. <laughs> that's funny. Oh. Cottage. Blue. Moldy. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, uh, what's that one that's like yellow? Not yellow. Sorry, they're all yellow. Um, <laughs> the one that's like you cheddar. Mi- no, did someone say cheddar. Haley said cheddar. Yeah, I did. Um, oh. The kind that like you dip crackers into because it's it's kind of like made from other things. It's not exactly cheese, but I think it's called cheese. Cheese whiz. No, but that would be fine. I'll allow it. No, pimento. That's Ooh, what I'm thinking. Uh, pimento. Y'all already said parmesan. Uh. Grated cheese. Um, no. Let's see. Sean loses on this. I should know my cheeses. One of the top parks and wrecked quotes. <laughs> Tell us what your favorite cheeses is. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'll probably think of one as we're closing out the show. I mean, I kind of uh, yeah. threw in like three that shouldn't have counted. <laughs> they also have those specialty ones that have like the raspberry kind of one or like a blueberry or like an apricot. Would we have counted cheesecake? Sure. Dang. Cake cheese. Queso. 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 There you go. Oh, we uh, queso. Do we have queso? Uh, no. Let's get some real quick. No. Oh. We can get some later. All right. Well, that was category. Sean, let's have you guess the next episode and then get you out of here so you can play the sweet, sweet Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> All right, stripper DJ. For real. <laughs> <laughs> I watched um Doctor Sleep today. Sean will be shredding good. some turtles with Shredder. It's like a kind of a sequel to The Shining. Hmm. I liked it. I like Ewan McGregor. My mom doesn't really like him. Sean, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle, and why is it Leonardo? Because he's a leader, and my favorite color is blue. Excellent. All right, next episode is called. Gin it up. Go. Gin as in alcohol gin. Yeah. Probably. Oh, sweet. All right. So they're going to be drunk as fuck. And remember that episode when they was at the bar and they saw drunk? <laughs> Baba boo. Oh, well, they're going to do that again, with, but with gin. And April's going to cosplay. Oh, I'm already out of time. Yeah. You guys spent a lot of time there at the beginning. Oh, man. Okay. April's going to cosplay. <laughs> yeah. But is her Andy going to be there to... To Bert Macklin it up? Oh, oh no. Maybe from a we'll Maybe see. he'll guest star back yeah. on this episode. We'll see. Janet Snakehole. Gonna be we'll magical. See. Well, Sean has already left to go play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Arcade. Oh. But in the meantime, before you I go build your own arcade, 
why not hop over to Apple Podcasts, drop a little five-star review, say your favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I guess it could also be April O'Neil or Shredder. Character? Your favorite character? Picasso. Yeah, your favorite character. You can also shoot us an email, parksrecpod at gmail.com. Tell us your doppelganger if you think any of us have a doppelganger. Or any any ideas for the 100th show? Anything you want to say? Yeah. Great. Well, here. What do you want to hear? No, what do you want to hear? Let and us also, know. Uh, what you will see is we're going to tweet out a picture of this dog tour. Because how freaking good is he? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I can't. Oh, my goodness. Trust me. Look at this dog. I'm a dog. <laughs> Look at this dog. I trust this it's dog It's healthy. Tour. Trust yeah. me. I'm a dog tour. Great like, Windsor not as well on the tie. Oh. I don't know if I ever talked to y'all about the game Undertale. It's a great game. I advise y'all to play it. One of the characters is a dog that's in a knight's body. So it's just a knight with a bunch of armor, a sword, shield, with a dog face. It's hilarious. And that's what that <laughs> reminded me of. It's amazing. <laughs> well, yeah. give your dogs a hug. All of you. I've been hugging our dogs. Oh, Frank's his 10th birthday. Our girl is 10. Yeah. Also, the picture Joey took of her, I, I'm not sure if he what sent the- it to you, Sean. She looks like a puppy. With the donut? With her donut in her mouth. Didn't she look like a little dog, not like a 10-year-old dog? Not a wild beast. Well, I wouldn't have guessed, I wouldn't have guessed 10. I was just like, man, that's a big old donut. Yeah. The- like, she looks three in that photo. Anyway. <laughs> Don't we all? Parks and Racked. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.